0: You! …? …Bu şoguни yolde işe bak sanki. Hep Ehmefe yazmışlar! Çincey So, hello everyone, and welcome uh, to a new edition of uh, Richard and Jose at the festival. Uh, we are covering the Wales One World uh, Film Festival, and we've been focusing, and indeed been uh, extremely lucky with uh, the uh, b- beautifully programmed Iranian uh, selection. I think it's fair to see to say that you know each film that we've seen has been a kind of revelation, at least at least mm. for me. Yeah, um, you know it kind of not only informs you about Iranian cinema of the period, but it's very easy to link up, you know, with other European cinemas of that period. Yeah, cinemas, you know, of uh, cultures in the process of transformation. Mm. Uh, and they've been very um, different kinds uh, of cinema that that we've seen so far. Yeah, so, you know, film Farsi is, uh, I think, quite different to, to the deer that we saw. And it's very oh. different to the film that we'll be talking about uh, today, uh, which is downpour, it's a film by Baram Baizai, I think is how you pronounce it. Or you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, it's a 1972 film. It's seen as the precursor to an Iranian New Wave or counter cinema. Uh, Richard, what what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, another really really good film. Um, very, it's sort of again a very as you say very different from both both from the deer and from the film Farsi stuff. Um, and also, I think, different from the, uh, the kind of minimalist um, Iranian cinema that you're more familiar with now. Um, so yes. yeah, re- really interesting.
0: Um, I saw a, a wonderful um, interview uh, with, um, let me pronounce it correctly, Ehsan kosh mm. uh, I've been told yeah uh that is running on youtube you know where he's talking about these different kinds of cinema in iran and he talks about chess of the wind you know which we saw as part of the bologna film festival and which he ties in to a kind of aesthetic or you know new wave cinema that downpour uh belongs to um what do you think
1: yeah uh... (laughs) um Yeah, I I, I think it, it, it it's it's a different sort of cinema, it, it reminded me of the French New Wave as well. It sort of reminded me of uh, very yes. much of Truffaut's early early stuff. Um,
0: yeah, it reminded me of Italian neorealism, really. You know, uh, very much so, in fact. Uh, and I was surprised to learn that the whole thing is shot on location in uh, southern Tehran. Yeah. You know, because there was a while, there was a period where I thought this must be Tehran. But then I was thinking it can be Tehran. I mean, you know, it reminded me very much of, you know, small villages that I've been to in Cuba, like San Antonio de los Banos, Yeah. With these, you know, one story yeah. streets. Yeah. Uh, 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 you know, sometimes with a ditch going through it or, you know, but it, they, they look kind of quite poor, but... Uh, yeah they don't look urban at all yeah because it was this really kind
1: of claustrophobic location wasn't it which they they never leave and and it's sort of these very tight streets and all these shots of people you know walking in these narrow passages between two buildings and and, uh, everyone's mm -hmm. hemmed in by this by this environment
0: Mm. Uh, so do you want to recount the plot
1: yeah so the i mean the plot is kind of really simple but there's kind of a lot i think there's a lot more to the film than the plot implies but it's a, it's mm. actually a uh a teacher who i think is quite intellectual um arrives to he's a, he's a male bachelor he arrives to teach at a boys school um, the reason he's come to teach at the boys school is he he was teaching at a girls school and he was told because he was an un- unmarried man he He couldn't be a teacher at a girl's school unless he got married so he's he's had to move to this mm-hmm. other school um He arrives in the classroom and and has no control over the students but well, so i guess yeah, be, before there's a whole sequence where he moves into his flat and these kids are making fun of him um he sees this beautiful woman and immediately falls in love um anyway he he can't control the class he throws a kid out of the class the kid's sister turns up and it's and it's the woman he Fell in love with, um, and then all these rumours start that that you know because she arrived at the school they're having an affair and she's engaged mm-hmm. to the local butcher um, and all yeah all, all of this stuff's she's, going on. Um,
0: she's obligated to yeah. the local butcher, is it? Yeah, I don't think it's made clear that she's engaged.
1: I think yeah, she's kind of promised to him. I think I guess I would describe it as it, it's yeah. Yeah,
0: she describes it as obliged, yeah. which actually. For me raised all questions, is she bartering sex or is sex a part of it? Or because you know, if if it's marriage then that's really kind of clear cut. She's of marriable age, why don't they yeah, marry? Yeah. You know. So I think the question of marriage comes in later when the, the is it the butcher has some competition.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so then so anyway, he he gradually wins the wins over the class I mean it's a bit like dead poet society you know he kind of w- wins over <laughs> the class and they 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 put on a, sh- they put on a show and um, it, it's um, you know that's that's really fun but then I um, he, he even gets to he, get, he even starts liking the butcher you know they, they start getting on yes but then he and, and then very strange and yeah, then he leaves he has to leave and
0: yeah, well, there's more to it. Than yeah. that, right. I mean the thing is that he single-handedly restores this space Into a performance space uh, One of the local grandees wants to take credit for mr. uh uh Achievement so she seems to have done single-handedly he had moved all the chairs and everything by himself So just as he's about to be given credit for all of that the students cheer uh, uh, Mr. Hekmati, and uh, you know, this local grandee arranges to have him transferred. Mm. Right. Yeah. Uh, so then, all his plans uh, to marry Atefe uh, are yeah, put on hold because he basically has to leave and she's got to choose whether she's going to leave with him or stay. Yeah. yeah. And she decides to stay. Yeah. Um, so. Uh The film is bounded on the beginning and the end, and the end kind of replies to the beginning so in the beginning uh uh Mr. Hekmati is moving in, you know, and he's got this old man you know bringing all his belongings in a cart and you know you can tell that um well a that he's an intellectual b that he's very attached to his family that obviously he must have left uh and uh he values things that are associated with memories pictures you know his mother's uh, glass and uh, china and so on uh and you immediately get the sense that all of this is under threat mm. right i mean you know the editing in this film is fantastic They you know there's these jagged
1: cuts i thought yeah the, children the, 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 that, that was brilliant all those fast edits and all, all the kind of you know sudden change of scene, sudden change, sudden, sudden change of emphasis was, was was amazing.
0: Yes. Yeah. I mean, you immediate, you, you feel it viscerally that, you know, kind of these children, and this is what's wonderful because there's a, there's a, a shift, a shifting understanding. So on the one hand, you know, the children are just being children and they're playing, right. And they don't realize what they're doing, but what they're doing is almost like putting, the teacher's very existence into uh, yeah under threat because these things are really valuable and, and important to him in ways that the children don't understand they're just mm. children and it's just joshing around right yeah so um anyway that's a wonderful beginning i kind of I immediately you, you know you feel you're immediately pushed
1: absolutely because it's just kind of the you know the the, the treatment of his belongings and, and the the sort of relationships between him and the kids and between him and the other people that, that are around and it's all of just established with very little dialogue and, and, um, you know, the, the kind of, this this kind of vague sense of unease and threats that's just done in the editing. But then the, you know, he, he, he's kind of, you know, he feels threatened by the children and, and then, so he, he then can't control them in the class, but then like alliances shift and, and he kind of, uh, you know, win, win, wins everyone over. Um, but it's, but, you know, really, I, I think, There's clearly a sort of subtext going on here that this is, as you say, this is all about ways of life that are under threat, and it's sort of, and you know, this this is you know living under the the kind of a a, you know oppressive regime of of the of the the Shah, and you know one one interpretation I read of the ending is that he's being you know the guy with dark glasses who takes him the car to away at the end represents the secret police, and he's you know essentially being being taken away by the government, and. and, the, but the, the, yeah, this stuff's going on. But then there's the, you know all the stuff around the, the the young woman having to cover her hair all the time, and the the, the kind of gender politics, and that you, you have this kind of undercurrent of of what's 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 coming next in terms of the the Islamic Revolution. Um,
0: yes, I read. I think I must have read the same article that you did, which is by Hamid Nafisi, mm-hmm. uh, and it's in the Criterion Collection page, and I will link it. Uh, um, to uh, our podcast Um, I think well I don't know if he makes some mistakes or if our interpretation of the film is different Yeah, I mean it seems to me he can't distinguish between you know the local rich guy butcher who uh, you know Natafe is interested in and that Grandy who is around the school or at the school and who seems to be the school principal in some ways yeah um uh, uh you know who, who is a different th- character in
1: the film. Yeah, I think that he, yes, because the, the, there's the school principal who's trying to at one point tries to marry the central character after his daughter. Exactly. And then there's the then there's the local grandee who I think is is the same guy. That's I mean that's the butcher. That, that's the so yes. so the, the yeah. Guy, but they're yeah. both taking on similar kind of threatening roles in the. the they you know? are
0: though. Yeah, the butcher seems to be a man of the people and. You know, I mean, his interest really is in kind of l- l- latching on to Artef, yeah. Whereas, you know, the principal is really concerned with status and with middle-class proprieties yeah, yeah. and with advancement and, you know, taking credit. So the world that is depicted is a very vile one, right? Because you know, it's one of petty jealousies and rivalries, you know, and appearance. And appearances and position right, and all of these like tactical underhanded politics that Mr. Hekmati seems to be completely oblivious mm. to yeah right yeah. until they affect him, yeah in a personal way, yeah, like all the whisperings right yeah exactly because every,
1: everyone's whispering about this visit essentially what happens is he 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 just happens to be sitting in the headmaster's office when the when this sister arrives in the school and she thinks he's the mm. principal and you know, they, 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 they talk and then all these rumours start and he's he's just not he's just totally oblivious to this and to the effect all this, mm. this is happening on on, 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 on everyone and that all the staff laughing at him and you know and he yeah.
0: Yeah. And and whispering and in fact creating something. You know, so it's almost like Althusser's notion of ideology, right? You know, how do you recognise it? You recognise it and it's a fact. Right. So, you know, he doesn't become aware of any of it until yeah, it has a material effect mm-hmm. on him. Yeah. Uh, uh, I thought all of that is really beautifully done because it's completely understandable Yeah, you can understand the whisperings and so on. Right. On a, and on the other hand, kind of contradictions, mm-hmm. you know, so, for example, female school teachers who are uh, privileged uh, by social advances. You know, are nonetheless behaving in ways that undercut other women, you know, uh, and that undercut maternity, right? So you know, this this girl, her reputation is about to be ruined because these other women are kind of, you know, uh, 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 whispering this way. Uh, you know, the 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 school teacher relations with the other students and with other parents and with, you know, uh, Atafes' uh, brother, all kind of. You know, endangering in quite a yeah. dramatic way. but, and, but
1: also the damage things. it has on the brother because there's a, the, isn't there a sequence around the you know the, the teacher feeling he he can't give the brother good good grades because everyone will think he's only doing it because of the sister, and then he realises actually that's totally unfair because he's he's yeah. penalising the kid, but you know, like he can't get yeah, he can't give him nine out of ten even though he's got nine out of ten because everyone will think he only got nine out of ten because he because he's in love with the sister. We should put out the sister. Yeah. The sister is a lot older. I mean this sounds quite sordid but it's kind of, you know, the sister is is around the same age as the teacher and the brother is a lot of, Yeah.
0: That's right. Um, um and the world is uh so the world of the sister is also depicted in a way that feels both extremely realistic and almost like magical yeah. realist yeah so like symbolic and so on. So, you know, she's she's a girl who or a woman in order to maintain her family has to accept favors which means that she's morally Mm. compromised yeah which means that she's sexually compromised so whether she's acted on it or not yeah that she is
1: and and this is also presumably why she stays where yeah why she doesn't leave with the teacher at the end because she know, yeah because if she leaves then what's the kid what's the brother going to do um, yes. So it, it's 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 like a really you know, really sort of tragic ending. But but there is a um, yeah. Get you sort of coming back to the whole point about the butcher because there's a scene at the end where the where the teacher's leaving, and by this point the butcher is sympathetic with him and he's asking do you, do you, do you have to go? Are you, are you being forced to go? And he, and he just says yes. And, so, and this is this whole interpretation yeah. around this is actually the secret police because it, because That's it's fine. sort of you know essentially you don't quite. If you're looking at it on a completely literal level, it doesn't actually make sense why he just leaves that way. But it's clearly he's, he is being forced to go. And then they kind of, the, you know, the ending is amazing where they, they sort of essentially vanish into the mist um, because, yes. you, you know, there's no, no world outside this little area of Tehran, you know. Um, mm.
0: But things in this film, I mean, the reason why I think this is a truly great film is because things work literally and they also work mm-hmm. allegorically. Right, and there's a continuity, or uh, uh, you know, it uses those things systematically. So, this thing about the secret police, right, you know, these whisperings, yeah, kind of, you know, that have such a horrible effect, it is like someone informing on mm. someone, you know, out of spite or jealousy or just to cause harm, right, and yeah. Uh, uh, so, then, you know, kind of actions that you Take, but that have, you know, repercussions that you don't quite understand because of someone else's secret machinations. Mm. Yeah, those that continues with this thing of there are forces. You know, you're watched, you're under surveillance. Yeah, kind of your destiny is being shaped by forces that you don't yeah. understand. And and the thing
1: is, this secret. is the guy's, yeah. this is his first film. Um, and that's I know. The, because it's so, all of that stuff is there, and it's so complex, and the way it's put together... And the, you know, the editing and every, the whole, every, every everything about this film, it's it's incredible that it's the first film. Yeah.
0: It's available on Criterion, and if you're interested, it's very uh, much we're seeing. We saw it in the, what must be that rest. Yeah, we, uh, we so, but
1: yeah, we were seeing the Criterion version, which was streaming on the Wow Festival, yeah. which is was based on the there was apparently one uh 35 millimeter print. Of it survived because it was banned post-revolution. Um, so it's a it's 35 mm print with burnt-in um, English subtitles from the 70s. So the kind of hmm. actually the subtitling had similar issues to some of the Shaheen films we've seen with these subtitles, where it's kind of you know there's whole swathes that aren't subtitled, but but it but, it, but you yes. can, you you fully understand what's happening, and it's and it's been really nicely restored. It, it looks great.
0: It looks beautiful. And it's really well worth uh, um, watching in a beautiful copy because, you know, there's a whole scene w- which is from where the title gets its name where uh, uh, Hekmati and Atafe walk together, yeah, and, uh, you know, they're walking together in the r- in the rain, yeah, and you have, like, it's a night shoot, yeah, but with the rain kind of glistening and pouring on them and one of them gets wet and the other doesn't. And it's almost like a physical pleasure to see the way that um, that is shot. And actually, I was so impressed by that, you know, that I looked it up. Uh, And so the cinematographer. uh, Oh, well, actually, wait a second. Because now uh, the cinematographer is Murdad Fakimi. Yeah, who is also one of the co-producers of the Mm. film. Yeah, which impressed me to have, uh, you know, so this is obviously a collaborative, really, you know, low budget, but it looks much better than, you know, other things. Uh, and I was impressed to see that uh, uh, he's also credited as being mm. one of the co-producers uh, of of the film. Uh, and those scenes in the rain are extremely beautiful. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> i was waiting for you to say something um because i've got lots to say actually it's a beautifully shot film you know um there are scenes where um you know just the edit is so interesting so there's just a scene of uh uh Hek-Mati and his friend. you know so there's a there's a there's a man that he a co-colleague that he bonds with right who is also used symbolically. He is the man who can't do yeah. anything or say anything because he's got a family of eight children to feed. Yeah, yet nonetheless, he's very uh, uh, sympathetic. There's a scene where they're just walking in the courtyard discussing Hekmati's situation. You know, and there, it's, it, there are cuts and cuts and cuts, and yeah, and, and it's almost like every cut shifts the relationship, mm. right? And also you're seeing it through a window Right, so you're not seeing the whole thing; you're seeing only partially. Everything is framed for you. Yeah, they sometimes appear through the door and sometimes not. Right, it is just kind of, I think, beautiful cinema. Yeah, maybe. absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
1: I I just found the the. I mean, I I can't remember examples, but there's just certain sequences where the editing was so clever, and you you just sort of hmm. it it just really has a has an impact. Um, these, yes. these these fast edits, these shifting perspectives, use of flashbacks, use of you know, it they, it's
0: they, they, you know. Yeah. I mean, in some ways, the filmmaking feels almost like filmmaking one hundred and one, but no less potent yeah. for that. So, for example, when you see the butcher, he's always shot from below. You know, when you see Mr. Hekmaty, you know, the students cheering him on and he's climbing over the desks, yeah. right? You know, you you see him as this yeah from below as this great figure, right? I, you know filmmaking 101 yes yeah what what you're meant to do but actually it doesn't make it any less effective you know and
1: you also know that you know they're 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 making a film with limited resources because of the you know the tech the you know the techniques and the technology that was available to them in the iranian film industry at the time you know
0: yeah but i mean i wouldn't even take that into consideration because i think it's just so great you know those close-ups of the shoes yeah one step at a time going through the desks. yeah right like it's very powerful yeah, imagery yeah. yeah so i mean i think there are things that i feel i can't quite um decipher right about the film so you know there was um a kind of a montage of photographs of war or destruction with children you know in their parents arms and i had no idea what that referred right. to right like there's no subtitle, yeah, right? yeah. for that bit. So you know, I have no idea what it means. Um, you know, the scenes of the festival, you don't know what festival it is. Yeah, kind of what it's meant to symbolize. I think you know, a better uh, subtitle would have helped. Uh, yeah,
1: I think that that's that's a shame. That I mean, because because it it's you know, it's been really nicely restored. But if if there was a you know a more um, a better funded restoration would have been able to do something about those, those subtitles, you know, and sort of, you know, digitally yeah. remove those and, and, and re subtitle it because it, the, there, there are, there are big, I mean, there's some, you know, for instance, the, the, there's big chunks of, of, our, of, of, text at the, at the start that, yeah, I, I assume are the credits, but I don't know, it could be a quotation. I, you know, it, it's sort of, and we do we don't, we don't know what, what that's, what that's yeah. saying, and, and as you say, there, there are there are sections that are not subtitled. Um, there there is a so there's, there's a talk tomorrow in the Wow Festival about particularly about the deer and about I think about this film. So we'll, uh, there'll be an opportunity yeah, to know more. So, I, I like the fact we're having this conversation now without being unburdened with knowledge. <laughs> but,
0: well, but I are mean, I mean, reacting it's, to the
1: film, you know. It's, it's uh...
0: yeah, I mean, you know, kind of uh, neither of us are experts on Iranian cinema, and we don't uh uh pretend to be right so kind of you know we are responding to this film as you know highly informed yeah. cinephiles <laughs> right like uh, it's not nothing to be able to say what we say but we acknowledge that there are certain things you know that are beyond our understanding uh and that actually the um you know the subtitlers are at fault it wouldn't take very much to kind of give you that kind of basic information really Uh, Some things are cultural and you know, we can't hope to understand. I mean, you know, I'm not sure what, um, I mean, you have an idea, but I'm not sure what the empty suit, yeah, being waved uh, near the end in the dark is meant to signify. You know, it's meant to signify something, right? Um, but kind of you don't quite know what. Um, there are other plot points that maybe you know, I feel maybe I wasn't paying attention so. You know when the butcher says take all the money from the till right you think what for what is it, is it a donation? Yeah, because actually you know then like there's no payoff to that or I, you know I don't remember seeing one. I, I don't know what happens with that, right? So I mean I think those might have to do more with the film or with my own ability You know my kind of you know coming from another culture not being able to get the the nuances of things um but I also think you know that the subtitling is definitely something that would have made a a great experience. Even yeah, though.
1: yeah, we we and, and I, I I am kind of fascinated by that that that, that it seems to be a common issue with when you're watching a print of of any foreign language film really with with subtitles from the from the '60s or '70s, you know, when, when the subtitles are original that. They're, they're just crap. <laughs> they're, they're, they're huge, they're huge well, chunks. That they, 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 I think the emphasis is different in terms of what meaning they're trying to get across in the subtitles. I mean,
0: subtitling is, a, is mm. an art, right? I mean, I had uh, a friend, uh, Norman Boucher, who might be listening, you know, and kind of that was his living, you know, kind of uh, uh, trans, you know, creating subtitles for films for him from, from English to French. You know, and it's a high art and and quite a lot of money was spent on it. Yeah. You know, you hired professionals and there was a kind of a great deal of thought about, you know, what the bit of dialogue would be. Yeah. Did it translate well? You couldn't translate everything, so you had to be selective. And was that enough? You know, I think before or, or, you know, in in countries with um, small industries, they often don't have the they never had the resources to do it well. You know, though, actually, even in Spain, a lot of money would be spent on the dubbing. You know, you were hiring actors and kind of spending, yeah, kind of well, sometimes famous actors and spending a lot of money redubbing the whole film and translating it and so on. And, you know, but and another now, of course, with digital, almost anyone could has the technology to do it. So it's just a so it's just a question of spending the time, you know, but in the, in all of these contexts, these subtitles are particularly poor. You
1: I, yeah. yeah and I, I wonder because it's sort of um the the sections that weren't subtitled tended to be bits where we couldn't figure out what was going on maybe the subtitle in in the in 1970s couldn't figure it out <laughs> I, I, hey i've got no idea let's leave that for, let's worry about that a bit later yeah. and they never got around to it mm. I, I, I i i don't know uh but but it, but it, yeah it, it doesn't and, and and actually i i, I guess no i, I think this is this is a fair criticism because there's no reason why, um, you, you know, Criterion or the, you know, the restoration couldn't have subtitled the bits that aren't. Because I've certainly seen uh, there was one of the one of the Shaheen films where it was kind of a mix of clearly vintage subtitles and newly created subtitles. Um, you know, there's no re- yes. no reason why those subtitles couldn't have been enhanced. But but you know, it it doesn't detract from the film at all, and you know, it's.
0: No, but this is a Cinoteca de Bologna restoration mm. in association with the Film Foundation's World Cinema Project. Yeah, it is a well-financed restoration. I'm going to
1: phone up Martin Scorsese and say, hello. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so,
0: Because actually, so this is not a criticism of no, the film. No, no. Because in fact, the argument is the opposite. This great film deserves better subtitles. Yeah. Yeah, it's a betrayal of the film to have it <laughs> go with subtitles like these. <laughs> That's true. I was I was um uh uh listening uh to the YouTube talk um that uh, uh A San uh did. Uh you know, and he was talking about I think I could be wrong, so apologies if I'm wrong, but I think it was the Chess of the Wind, which is also one of these re- restorations, more yeah. recent. And you know i hope i'm quoting it correctly but it said something like fifty thousand euros had been spent on that restoration yeah so you know
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah if if this was anything like or near or proportional to in 2011 funding you know they could have afforded to have spent a little <laughs> bit more you know on the fucking <laughs> subtitles
1: <laughs> the the other interesting point that you made in that talk because there's a whole. There was a really interesting, in you know, a very geeky way, discussion about film <laughs> filming television sets in Iranian cinema. <laughs> I loved yes. that bit because someone asked about the scene. There's a scene in this film where, yeah. um, where, where when when the teacher goes around they go the, to the, the, the principal's yeah. house, and the, the the daughter who the principal is trying to pair him up with. Just wants to watch her her soap opera, you know. And she's like, oh, the, yes. oh, and you found out that you know Deirdre, Deirdre's been having a fight with Michael, you know, whatever it is. And and, and we're going to find out tonight. And she's just sitting next to the TV, but the TV is just showing, um, you know, snow because they they're, they're not actually showing the um, what's on the TV. And there's this whole problem of, of you know, fil- obviously filming the television mm-hmm. signal on thirty five millimeter. You get the interference lines, and. Um,
0: I didn't like that scene. No, I thought it was like kind of really kind of a bourgeois, an haute bourgeois disdain for the lower middle class. Mm. Right, kind of positing, you know, the good intellectual. Yeah, the good lower middle class intellectual against the bad mass culture consumer of soap Mm. operas on television. She wasn't worthy of him, why? Yeah, even though she's from a very good family, whatever, she's not worthy of them. Be- Why? Because she loves yeah, the opera. Yeah. And I thought, come on, <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> so, um, but it's a very moving film, actually. I think, you know, of all the films that we saw, so I think it, it combines all the elements that I like mm. in a film, yeah? This thing of being real in the sense that it's kind of, Recognizable emotion, yeah, you know, places and so on. Of being allegorical, i use, the film is functioning on different kind of levels, right? And yet, in spite of all of that, it really gets.
1: You it, yeah, it just completely right? works. And and you, you know, the the points where, um, I yeah, you know, I, I I sort of felt watching it. Yeah, I, I can kind of, with the limited amount I know about Iran and about Iran in the seventies and about the Iranian film industry. Um, it's kind of. I was thinking. Okay, I can see that this is. This is. You know, imply this. This is a metaphor for that. This is. This is talking about the Shah. This is talking about the 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 the, the kind of rise of, of of the Islamic Revolution. You know, but this you don't need to know that. It's kind of one of those films that just kind of just kind of works, and and you you know you could pretty much have the same film. Um, you know. Set in a small town in Spain or France or whatever, mm. in, the, in the, it would be yeah. You could see this film because it okay, or Greece or Turkey or whatever because it, it really or or, or, the, or wherever because it, I thought it felt like a universal story because it really did remind me of mm. yeah. I mean, I, I was joking about Dead Poets Society, but you know there are film you know films about teachers in small communities and, and you know mm. um, and it 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 just had that, I think you know, that kind of universal appeal and and I think that you know the 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 way he you know, all the, the all all the kids in the in the class all all manage to just have distinct characters. You know, you know nothing about these kids and their lives, but they all they all they all have kind of these cheeky different cheeky characters, and, and it it just kind of works.
0: Um, hmm. um, so you know that might be a good uh, note uh, to end on. So um, it's a really great film if you can see it on Wales One World. Uh, the festival runs on until Sunday, I think mm. uh if you can't uh there is a criterion version of this film that is really uh, very much worth uh hanging on uh, uh or getting a hold of um, it's seen as like the first or amongst the first uh of a series of films that created a new wave of Iranian cinema. Uh, that is very much influenced by Italian neorealism and the French New Wave. Uh, And it's just a very, very beautiful film. Uh, So do see it if you get a chance. Richard?
1: Yep, I agree.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you all very much for for listening. Uh, It's uh, Richard Lane and Jose Arroyo doing a round of festivals at the moment. Uh, uh, And we will uh, soon... I'll be returning uh, to uh, the cinema. In Thank you very much for listening.
1: Bye. Bye.